So I'm pretty excited for today's episode. I think it's going to be a fun one and pretty cool. In today's episode, I'm going to focus on what makes a great cover. Because if we think about cover songs at all, we always seem to be drawn to them. You think whenever we get a guitar or a piano out, maybe like a party or uh, on the beach or a barbecue or something like that. And we always think, right, let's look up the chords and sing along to it. And it's a lot of fun, but it doesn't always sound amazing, (laughs) if we're honest. And then we hear an artist that we really like do a cover of another song that we like and they absolutely smash it and it's amazing and we're thinking man how do they make it that good well that's exactly what we're going to look at so uh, I'm not an expert on this but I'm just going to talk about a few things that I notice on what I think makes a great cover song and I'm going to look at five different examples so I'm going to play a clip from the original And then I'm going to play a clip from the cover and just talk about some of the reasons why I think it's a really good cover and what they've done to really make it a good cover. So stick with me through the five, see what you think. And uh, you can always go on the Instagram page for this episode and put in the comments if you think there's some really good covers as well that I should check out. Uh, Because I always like coming across covers. And yeah, see what you think of these five. Okay, so first up on the list, uh, I'm going to have a look at Donny Hathaway covering Yesterday, which was originally done by the Beatles. Now, why is this such a good cover? Well, I think this is the... The first thing that I want to talk about on what makes a cover great, it's when it's unique. And what I mean by that is where someone isn't just completely repeating exactly the song, but just them singing it instead. But they take a song and they make it their own. And we often hear that and we often see people doing that. And Donny Hathaway covering Yesterday does an incredible example of making a song his own uh, because he turns Yesterday into this real emotional jazz ballad. So I'll give you a little clip of that here and you'll really get to see how it just sounds so unique to Donny Hathaway. Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away It's got such a beautiful tone Now it looks as old as here to stay. Oof. Who I believe in yesterday. Love the electronic piano. So you see there how that sounds pretty much you you would think if you didn't know the cover by the Beatles, you would think that is his song. It sounds like his song. He's got full command and control over it 
you can tell in no way he's thinking, oh, what did the Beatles do? I need to kind of follow that. No, 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 no. That's his song. He feels the lyrics. He understands the lyrics. They mean something to him. And he has really turned that into his own song. So that's our first example with Donny Hathaway covering Yesterday, originally by the Beatles. Okay, so second on the list is actually going to be a cover of a Taylor Swift song. And we're going to listen to Keaton Henson covering Antihero by Taylor Swift. Now, the reason I picked this one is I think this is an incredible example of how to cover a song. I I adore this cover. <laughs> I must have listened to this song about four or five times today. It just it's just so good. Um, but the reason the reason why, and this is because of the lyrics. So another thing that makes a great cover is knowing what the lyrics mean, knowing what the story of the song is conveying, and then conveying that in how you sing it. So. Interestingly, I mean, I do like Taylor Swift's music and I I like this song, but interestingly, I think Keaton Henson's cover musically conveys what the lyrics of this song are actually saying, because this is a song with self-doubt and depression, which Keaton Henson covers those sorts of themes um, in his normal, you know, works. So covering this song, he just makes it sound so perfectly like it's one of his songs. He really does a fantastic job at covering this. So uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk too much because I do have an episode planned fully about Keaton Henson because he's an incredible musician. But have a listen to this now. First, we're going to listen to Taylor Swift's example. But then I'm going to show you Keaton Henson's version of Antihero. feeling in his voice when my depression works the graveyard shift all of the people I've ghosted stand there in the room I should not be left to my own devices they come with prices and vices I end up in crisis Lovely harmony there. I wake up screaming from dreaming one day. I'll watch as you're leaving because you got tired of my scheming. It's me, I, I'm the problem. 
so you hear the way he even just says words like exhausting and he says it with the feeling of exhaustion if you just go back and listen to it uh, you'll hear that's what Keaton Henson does really really well is he does a great job at conveying the feeling of the words that he is saying so that is a really good job there and it is great songwriting uh, the lyrics are really beautiful lyrics and they really work really well so uh, credit to Taylor Swift there but I think that is an awesome cover okay for number three on the list we're going to listen to Chris Cornell covering Nothing Compares to You which was written originally by Prince uh, maybe a lot of people know it was also covered by Sinead O'Connor but in this example we're going to listen to how Chris Cornell performed Nothing Compares to You and he did this one live a good few years ago now and uh, I'm actually just watching that one on YouTube you can watch the live cover of this and it's incredible and it's also here on Spotify but the reason what makes this cover great is what we've already talked about he makes it unique and what we talked about in our second example is that the lyrics mean something to him you can hear he is expressing the feeling of what he is singing but what we're specifically going to have a look at is actually how he has reorchestrated the song a little bit as well so for example in this one he's got a cello and also he's got a lead guitarist with him and he himself is playing rhythm guitar but you'll notice how the whole focus of this song isn't just about him singing it as a cover but it's about the whole song being a brand new beautiful piece of music so listen to that here as we listen to chris cornell covering nothing compares to you which was originally by prince and then also covered by sinead o'connor Gorgeous. To you, Keaton Simons. Oh, such good guitar work here. Ooh. With that cello. Yes. Now, in our fourth example. We're going to have a look at how to do an awesome job of covering a song, even if that song might initially be something you would have thought to pick. And for this example, we're going to have a look at Frank Watkinson, and he's actually covering I'll Follow You Into The Dark by Death Cab for Cutie. 
Now, what makes this a great cover is because the focus is on lyrics and meaning, which has been the kind of theme for this podcast episode so far. But the reason is, is something that Frank Watkinson is becoming quite uh, viral on YouTube about is that he often covers songs that you would not expect him to cover because uh, he's an older gentleman and uh, perhaps you wouldn't expect, but often he covers songs by rock bands or uh, just artists that you wouldn't have thought he would have even heard of. But what he does is he takes lyrics from those songs that actually are really gorgeous lyrics and he puts them to such gentle acoustic guitar and he sings purely with the feeling of the lyric and you'll hear that in this example because it really suits him and when he puts those lyrics in an entirely different musical context it's incredibly emotional as a cover so you'll hear that in this example first I'll show you the original and then I'm going to show you Frank Watkinson I'll follow you into the dark cover of Death Cab for Cutie Love of mine Someday you will die But I'll be close behind I'll follow you into the dark No blinding light Or tunnels to gates of white Just our hands clasped so tight Waiting for the hint of a spark Love of mine Someday you will die But I'll be close behind And I'll follow you into the dark No blinding light Wow Or tunnels to gates of white Just the hands clasped so tight Waiting for the hint of a spark If heaven and hell decide that they both are satisfied and illuminate the nose on their vacancy signs. If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, then I'll follow you into the dark. Oof, that is absolutely gorgeous. And you can see how it works singing the lyrics so emotionally like that because uh, if you just even look at some of the comments on the YouTube video uh, where he originally posted this he is on Spotify as well but where he originally posted it and uh, so many people uh, speak wonders about how it either has made them cry or it just really hits them and that it's so beautiful so it goes to show it works singing it and covering a song in this specific way. Okay, so for number five, oof, the penultimate one. I must say, I have listened to a lot of covers and there were so many that I could have picked, but I'm going to go with this one because one, it is a great example of everything we've talked so far. It's unique. He feels the lyrics and uh, he really tries to convey the meaning of the song. He really expresses it. But also in this one, um, oh, and he reorchestrates the song musically. But also something 
we haven't discussed yet is he really puts his whole body into the performance, which you can hear. I'm going to say you can hear it because you can hear how intense it is. But if you go on YouTube and watch him perform, then you will completely understand what I mean when I say using his whole body in the performance. And uh, the example we're going to listen to is a French artist called Spleen. And he does a session, which is acoustic but with a loop station. And he covers Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. So you took a chance, made of a plan. You didn't think that they would come crashing down. So you took a chance. So at this point he's built this up on a loop station. But I bet you didn't think that you think would come crashing down. No, no. You told me you left me. Why did you leave me all alone? Now you tell me you need me when you call me on the phone. This is intense. Here we go. This is intense. So there we have it. Uh, there's just five suggestions. It's not comprehensive list, uh, but uh, five suggestions on what makes a cover great. I'm sure you have other things that you look for in a good cover as well. These are just five that I really like to look for. I like to look for uh, the song being unique, as we saw in Donny Hathaway covering Yesterday by the Beatles. I, I like it where an artist really sings the feeling of the words as we saw with Keaton Henson covering Taylor Swift's Antihero. I love it when an artist re-orchestrates the song and really adds a bit more music into it to make it personal to them, like we saw with Chris Cornell covering Nothing Compares to You, originally by Prince and then made famous by Sinead O'Connor. I love as well when we saw uh, an artist who takes lyrics, perhaps from a song that they wouldn't normally listen to, but the lyrics themselves mean something to them poetically. So then they turn that into a cover that they feel connected to emotionally, which is what we saw with Frank, Frank Watkinson covering I Will Follow You Into The Dark, which was by Death Cab for Cutie originally. And then lastly, uh, we saw an example of all these things put together with uh, putting the intensity of our whole body and feeling into the music as we saw with Spleen covering Crimea River, which was originally by Justin Timberlake.